0: the holy gospel according to saint john the eighth chapter Glory to you, o Lord. jesus said to the jews who had believed in him if you continue in my word you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free they answered him We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the Son makes you free, you will be free indeed. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Christ. Please be seated. Today, as we gather on this Reformation Day, we honor the transformative power of faith, and the need for continued reformation within ourselves and our communities. And these principles came to mind for me over the weekend when I was attending a a concert with some friends of mine, Um, a concert by the artist Semler. Semler is a pastor's kid who writes music about faith and the need for belonging that resonates with many. Through humor, faith, and truth-telling, Semler's music fills a need that many people, many Christians, including myself, have searched for. I often find solace in their lyrics on hard days when hope is needed, like this one line from the song. Oh, what a terrible honor it is to realize my blessings are things you call sins. It goes, oh, what a terrible honor it is to realize my blessings are things you call sins. Because, in fact, Semler isn't just a pastor's kid, but is a member of the LGBTQ community like me. Um, And in attending this concert, I realized from these experiences all the ways that I have thought and felt through reformation in my own life. And I was reminded that all of us are blessed by God with a variety of calls, gifts, perspectives, and stories, and it was amazing to be in a space with people who shared a similar story like we all are gathered here today. Because as Christians, we remember that we are people made of complex stories. And we know that it's often tempting to label the experiences and stories of others as maybe better than or less than others, maybe depending on where they come from, who they are, the amount of money they make, or who they know. And even, even, it is easy to label the stories of others as sinful. And like what we see in our gospel reading today, we know in all of this that sin is a challenging topic as we hear the disciples and other believers react to Jesus. And I'll be honest, on a personal level, there are some days when reading texts like these are easier than others. Some days when I read that we are enslaved by sin, it makes me wince and feel tight in my chest. And that's because for many, including Semler, including myself, many have felt harmed by accusations of sinfulness. We've been told to hate the sin and love the sinner, but these words have left us feeling unwelcomed. Do you have memories in your own life of feeling like you weren't enough to belong? Maybe somewhere at church or in your work, or in your community elsewhere. Like you, you have to put part of yourself away for any reason. Beloved people, from the bottom of my heart, I am like so sorry. I'm sorry that anyone ever did that to you. I'm sorry if anyone ever called your blessings a sin because it's crucial to remember that God's love encompasses us all. And let me just note that any kind of intersectional identity, LGBTQ identity included, is not to be equated with sin. God creates a diverse world where all receive the love of Christ, like we remind ourselves each week when we come to the communion table. All, truly all, are welcome despite and because of our differences that hold us together in the body of Christ. We must not forget the freedom Jesus promises in our gospel text today and throughout the entirety of the gospel. And yet, While we are held in God's love, where we will always be loved, sin is real. Sin lives in our world, and we must seek God's intervention. I mean, just look around at our world. Lord, have mercy. I think we can all say with cries out to God that there is sin in this world. So much sin, it is spilling over, and some nights I can't sleep very well because I'm thinking about all the suffering. Maybe that happens to you too. We need God to help us. We need Christ to intervene and we remember in our gospel text today that we are enslaved by this sin and yet Jesus clearly reminds us that though this sin is all pervasive, we are called to abide in Christ, who is the living word liberated into freedom. And we are reminded in our gospel text that Jesus offers us the truth, as Jesus is the truth in Christ's own self, where we are all called to be nourished, where we are called to be free, free indeed, how beautiful those words are and how much we need to hear them, to sing about them and to praise God with them. As I grew up, I had many questions and fears and anxieties about my faith and my identity If I'm being honest, I felt like I could not be present at church. And I loved church. I loved the music, the stories, the rituals. I was totally enraptured by every part of it. And I was also a question asker. But from a very young age, I would be peppered with statements, making it clear to me that that I didn't really belong. She's getting too smart, one youth pastor would tell. Maybe too smart for her faith, he told my mother. And yet, I always knew God loved me. I was never isolated from God. I felt separate from my community and the Holy Spirit was still alive within me because I understood that my shame wasn't coming from God, but from this pervasive sin in a world we live in. Beloved people, we're never fully isolated from God. God made you and loved you and called you good. You are made in God's image, loved by God. The Holy Spirit is working in all of you and in this church. We are all called to be a part of Christ's body where we are liberated into no fear. Even as a small child with many questions, anxieties, and I had a lot of them, and fear, I knew that I was held, and I know that that doesn't come from my own self, but from God alone. This is the power of God to hold us in the midst of suffering, to care for us, and to carry us through. Because I don't know about you, but God has taken me places in life where I did not expect to end up. This pulpit is one of those places today. (laughs) Most days, I am completely awestruck that somehow all of the twists and turns, traumas and experiences and stories of my life led me to where I get to be preaching with you all today, I am truly, truly, truly grateful that I get to do that with you all because God has called me here. And so I ask you where, where is God calling you? Perhaps it's to a place where you've been told you don't belong or where you won't fit in. But beloved people, have faith that you belong. In the Reformation, we are reminded that we are all called to go out into the world where God dwells, onto ventures where we do not know the ending by paths as yet untrodden. And we are reminded that in our faith in Christ, yes, we all are free to follow our call, knowing that even our blessings, when they are named as sins, hold us fast in love, in the promise of liberation and newness in Christ. We are invited to become part of something greater than who we are as individuals, to be prophets of change, held in Christ's abiding love. In God, we are called to see things differently, to be challenged, to be called and to be one in Christ's body. We are more than our human limitations, more than our words, our wealth, or our worries. We are God's children and we are free in Christ. Amen.